0: No, I pushed back, gripping the handrails of the private jet, throwing my weight against Daniel's incessant pushing. Stop! Get up the fucking stairs, Weaver! Daniel jabbed his elbow into my spine. I stumbled, bashing my knee against the high tread. You can't do this! How had this happened? How had mere hours turned the entire universe against me? Again? I wanted to smash every clock. Tear out the cog from every watch. Time had once again stolen my life. Jethro. Daniel cackled. (laughs) I think you'll find we can. He shoved me higher. My heart hurt, as if every mile between us and Hawksridge was a blade slicing me further from Jethro's protection. A disharmony in an already discordant symphony. One moment I had been love-bruised and adored, tiptoeing back into the hall. The next I was trapped. "'Forced to dress in jeans and a hoodie "'and obey Daniel as he lurked in my doorway, "'barking orders to pack a few meagre belongings. "'He hadn't left me alone. "'His eyes followed my every move. "'I couldn't grab the gun I'd hidden thanks to Jasmine. "'I couldn't text Jethro to tell him I'd been caught. "'All I could do was run around my room "'with my lover's release still damp on my inner thighs "'and submit to my nemesis. "'The only saving grace was beneath Daniel's hateful stare.' I'd managed to pack the clothing I'd altered a few weeks ago, the cuffs full of needles and hems armoured with tools of my seamstress trade. Those garments were my only hope. There was no loophole, no way to refuse. I had to trust Jasmine would get word to Jethro, that he would come for me. Before it's too late. The desolation I'd suffered when Daniel first caught me faded to indignant anger. I'd been so close to being free. I'd been in Jethro's arms— I had been away from his psychotic family. My heart hardened a little toward Jethro for making me go back. Why? Why did you send me back? I didn't know if I'd have the courage to forgive him. You know why. And you will. Of course you will. I couldn't hate him because I wasn't selfish. He'd sent me back to protect all of us. Those precious few who'd accepted him and he'd accepted in return. Love was the worst enemy winding its commitment, ensuring no freedom when it came to clear-headed thinking of adversity. Jethro loved too much, felt too much, suffered too much, and his siblings would be our downfall. Kestrel and Jasmine relied on him, just like I did. The responsibility of settling his family's wrongs was a terrible burden to bear. But he's not alone. I might have been stolen. Jethro's plans to save me might be ruined. But I was still alive, still breathing. I wasn't the naive girl who'd first arrived at Hawksridge. I was a woman in love with a hawk. A weaver who would draw hawk blood. It's not over. Pain exploded in my spine as Daniel stabbed me with his fist. Get in the fucking airplane! No! I threw myself backward, looking frantically at the private hangar. We weren't at Heathrow, but a small, private airfield called Toweston. I WON'T. No strangers I could call for help. No police or air marshals. When Daniel had stopped me from my room and shoved me outside, Cut had been waiting. With a victorious smile, he'd stuffed me in the back of a limousine. With a purring engine, we'd pulled away from Hawksridge, tyres crunching on gravel, as we followed a long driveway off the estate. My eyes had scoured the trees, their silhouettes growing stronger as the sun tinted the sky with pink blushes. Daniel and Cut sat opposite me toasting each other with a chilled bottle of champagne. However, I hadn't been alone on my side of the limo. I had a guard. Marquis, Bonnie's damned henchman, sat beside me, a mountain of muscle, unyielding and impenetrable. Come along. A strange voice raised my gaze. A man in a captain's uniform smiled from the top of the aircraft steps. The private plane's fuselage glinted in graphite grey. Sparkling diamonds inlaid the shape of a windswept ribbon, Decorated the tail. I don't want to leave England. Daniel laughed behind me. (laughs) Like you have a choice. I always have a choice, buzzard. I glowered over my shoulder. Just like this choice of yours will not end well for you. If I don't kill you, Jethro will. As far as Daniel knew his slain brother was supposedly rotting in some unmarked grave, Jethro was right. The element of surprise trumped any of Cut and Daniel's grand delusions.